0: Welcome to the Gospel According to podcast, the first and only podcast looking at the intersection of pop culture and the Christian faith. I'm Dan Orr, joined as always by a guy you
1: might know as the one with glasses. That's Dave Callahan. <laughs> I do have glasses. Always, you have glasses like part time. You're a part time glasses wearer. We are actually
0: at summer camp right now, and live
1: from summer camp. My glasses
0: were broken at it's summer. The camp. Gospel
1: According to
0: Yeah. That's why I'm not wearing them and squinty throughout this podcast because (laughs) I wrestled another staff member and he broke my glasses.
1: I mean, that that is part of summer camp. Like you're going to break something. You're going to lose something. Uh, One of my earliest camp memories actually is uh, here at Delanco camp. And you'll know. Not a sponsor. sponsor. Uh, You'll know the name Paul Zielinski. Yes. Uh, And we were playing. We play mingle games camp uh tradition first night where basically you're inside running around and you're supposed to be getting to know each other but that's not really what happened you're, you're, you're getting sweaty you're getting sweaty yes but uh i don't know, remember the specific game we were playing but probably like clumps like you run around and then they say a number and you got to get in that group and paul like came flying across the floor and tried to hit the brakes and his elbow went up and knocked tooth out oh really yeah (laughs) he knocked out one of my teeth yeah so i'd rather
0: break my glasses than an arm i think
1: i was like young enough where it was probably it was junior camp and it was like a baby tooth so it was okay it was a tooth that was supposed to come out at some point but does
0: the tooth fairy visit summer camp
1: uh the tooth fairy does not visit summer camp (laughs) found out uh, the hard way (laughs) that the tooth fairy does not to some yeah, you kid. need to update. It's
0: like when you go away and you tell the post office to like hold your mail. You
1: <laughs> yeah, also need yeah, to tell the, right. the, the Tooth Fairy where you'll be residing. Yes, yes. For the next uh, yeah, just in case, I would suggest I would not suggest uh, celebrating Christmas at Sucking okay, okay. either. Just, just to be sure, just to cover all <laughs> your bases. <laughs> Don't want to set up your kids for any disappointment there. But yeah, we're back with uh, part two of the Gospel According to Summer Camp. This is like 2 Corinthians.
0: Yeah. yeah, 2 Corinthians. <laughs> uh, not enough in one episode to fill <laughs> all of the great stories and submissions yeah. we got um, from you, all the fun to be had. And we thought we were here at Summer Camp Yeah, on location, live on location. Yep. I mean, you will not be listening live. <laughs> no. But we, as always, record it live.
1: Yes, as always. <laughs> Brought to you live. Uh, and you can listen whenever. You don't even have to be at summer camp when you listen. Uh, but you can. If you, like, are one of those people who smuggle your phones in the camp, we disdain yeah. you. But yeah. it's okay if you listen to the gospel according to. I think you get a, a free pass. Yeah,
0: And comment your name below uh, so you're
1: <laughs> Yeah, but uh, listen to this one. We'll, we'll actually have... Uh, Later in the episode, we'll have some people who are with us here at camp that will share what camp means to them. Uh, But you can go back all the way to just about the beginning of the Gospel. Our fifth episode was the summer camp episode. So after you listen to this one, uh, if these stories weren't enough for you and you had not already listened, or go back and listen because there are some gems that are worth hearing (laughs) twice. Yes,
0: we've talked about this week (laughs) together. (laughs) Uh, To start off, we posted some things about uh, different uh, nicknames. Uh, we did a whole nickname podcast, but summer camp is ripe for nicknames. Uh, my daughters, two, of my older daughters went to junior camp last, and they told me one of the kids' names was Green Shirt because <laughs> they didn't know his name, and on the first day he wore a green shirt. So <laughs> there it is. For the rest of there's Green Shirt for the rest of camp. That was his uh, name uh, when we went to camp there was a group of kids, two, I believe, who were called the Butt Cheese Brothers. Yes. Do you remember? Yes, I do.
1: We might have talked about this <laughs> the on, first on the first episode. Okay. But you don't want, you'd rather be green shirt, kid. I'd rather be green shirt than, than Butt, Butt Cheese, Cheese yes <laughs> uh, But uh, some of the, the good nicknames
0: uh, we had uh, sent in. Funniest camp nickname, this is from Grace. Uh, My friends acquired is Frog Sucker. (laughs) Why do you think they were called Frog Sucker, Dave?
1: I mean, I got to think, do we have the answer? No. no? Okay, so we're just pure speculation, never to be corrected or not. Uh, I have it on good authority that this kid kid is named Frog Sucker because uh, he would go and catch frogs, and one kid dared him. To bite the head off of a frog, oh, no. and he did it. He did it.
0: This is from Anastasia. The best nickname was for a leader. It was the Rizzler, the Rizzle Dizzle,
1: and Rizzly Bear. All right, gotta be gotta be honest. If a leader, <laughs> oh no, at camp is getting a nickname including the Riz. That leader is going home. <laughs> He's not being invited um, back. Excuse
0: me, sure. Rizzly Bear. Yeah, Can you come up to the stage, please? Uh, <laughs> yeah, we yeah. need to have a conversation. Turn in your
1: whistle. <laughs> we need to talk about this. <laughs>
0: Why uh, do kids call you uh, Rizzle Dizzle? Uh, and lastly, uh, this is from Kay or Kai. How would you pronounce C-A-I? Kai. Kai. Best camp nickname
1: was Jehovah's Thickness. <laughs> <laughs> i i mean i guess like god bless you know dumps like a truck 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah do we have any good nicknames out here this week that, um i mean we've been visited by the great dandini the
0: great Dandini, yes. uh,
1: a great illusionist yes. uh, that the camp was able to secure uh, for this
0: week. illusion
1: i i'm excited our this is the first time all three of my daughters have been out at camp and so the nickname of the Galahans, my last name being hallahan and I have all daughters, so they are the Galahans. That that is spreading to camp. I, I I'm happy about that. Uh, we have
0: twins that are a girl uh, staff member and a guy staff member that are twins, and their last name is Murphy. And uh, the the boy, the male. Uh, got very offended when I called his sister Murph mm. because he's Murph. She's never been called Murph in her entire life. <laughs> he is Murph, and he was very offended by that.
1: Nicknames become—you take ownership, part of, of them. your identity yeah, it becomes part of who you are, a part of your identity. Uh, we have some
0: uh, other great stories that we're going to get into. Um, and if you want to send us—if you didn't, if you missed the prompt of sending us great summer camp stories. Um, send them in, and uh, next year for for part, for three. part 3 for part 3 maybe if it's for, good for th-
1: enough for third the third john version of
0: or we might or we we might just share them um uh, but this was from uh Katie uh this was just an aside uh that she didn't remember much from uh camp but she definitely had a boyfriend and he was older and from a different town and you guys wouldn't know him her boyfriend a real person
1: the risley bear <laughs> uh
0: but but yes at, at camp yes. it's often embellished Yes. Yes. Uh, Dave actually talked. He's our speaker for talked about the one upping that. Oh, I can do that. Oh, I know how to do this thing. Or um, you don't know from home, but like I'm a really big deal (laughs) in my town Won the state championship. And
1: yeah, I saw someone. uh, I don't know if this is one that you were planning to share or not, but uh, someone shared a story that. Uh, a girl professed her love for him on the third day and they didn't know each other. I'm like, we can file this under things that definitely never happened. Yeah,
0: (laughs) they're still together to this day. Uh, Here's a wild story we got from malls, or I don't know after I share this, I'm going to want to share. (laughs) So this is a wild one. That's what he said, not me. In like seventh grade, we had a week-long overnight camp. During the camp, we got one spiritual challenge and one fun challenge. My spiritual challenge was to pray twice a day. My fun challenge, in quotation marks, fun challenge, was that I had to lick 20 other campers' elbows, specifically five leaders' elbows and the rest whoever's. So, yeah. The way this is worded, it makes it seem like somebody yes. else yeah. gave this to him. As right. if this was yeah, we, camp ordained. We
1: got yes challenges. One yeah.
0: spiritual challenge and one like fun challenge.
1: Yeah. I feel like if he was obedient with the spiritual challenge, the spirit may have Stopped him, Led him from doing the fun challenge. Please do not lick anyone's up.
0: And that's how COVID started.
1: <laughs> yes, this happened in, this was actually a winter retreat in uh, January of 2020. There's
0: usually gross things that happen. You get to gather enough people that are getting sweaty. Um, you get to know each other. One of the, the best things we talked about in the last episode, one of the great things about summer camp is after a while, kind of some of the barriers start to come down. You spend enough time with people. Uh, by Tuesday, you don't really care how you look anymore because everyone's sweaty. It's kind of like you get to know each other on a deeper level. But with that comes maybe a TMI. <laughs> get to know each other a little bit yes. too much. Yeah. Get a little too comfortable
1: <laughs> with each other. Yeah. I just walked into the boys dorm, dorm earlier today and one of the guys goes, does it stink in here? <laughs> and like, you just, you're in it so long. Like <laughs> you just don't even notice he needed outside opinion.
0: All right. Your camp goer here. Not a counselor, but hopefully funny nonetheless. Not a counselor. I was at a very religious camp that had a heavy focus on sports. One church's team was cheating at church sports, and the camp wasn't catching them. Instead of complaining, we decided to buy shaving cream, use it to write their church's name rules on the main building. They got in trouble and were told (laughs) that they were going to be—weren't able to— weren't able to come back if they were caught doing anything else they stopped that's how jesus throws down
1: (laughs) yeah no i think some nonviolent resistance right that's what that's what jesus is all about uh that is a way to do it i it was shaving cream yeah yeah that's better than spray spray paint yeah you weren't actually damaging anything i don't know that that is the way that jesus would have to handle that uh but i do think if you're gonna stray from Jesus' approach, this is an okay one. If
0: they ask for your cloak, give them your tunic also. You know, if they slap you on the right uh, cheek, give them the other. If they cheat in sports camp, frame them for... (laughs) Frame the (laughs) church so that they stop. Yeah, yeah, obviously. That's the passion translation. This is from Corey. I once won the biggest splash contest, then 20 minutes later... Won the smallest splash contest. I peaked at eleven.
1: <laughs> I mean to take home the like the mythical right double crown of biggest splash, smallest splash. I, I hope there's a plaque the, at
0: camp. The range that someone would have to have to not only big splash but small splash. Yes. Did you ever win any camp
1: competition? Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> I we were just talking about we used to at camp used to serve all dinners like family style yes. and uh you we just had turkey dinner last night and turkey dinner was always the one that had like the most movement and we would like turn it into a game of like how many times can you go back right. into the kitchen into the indoor with an actual purpose not just like walk in the indoor and mm-hmm. go but like so you know you've got your turkey your mashed potatoes your peas your stuffing cranberry sauce your uh gravy gravy the uh, cornbread like so you can't do that in one shift so like you're always getting refills for everybody so i always wanted to be that guy i don't think i actually set the camp record which were always fake and made up um the camp records just like points on whose line is it anyway are completely made up and don't matter uh but yes i would always try to like go in the indoors many times.
0: That's always a good uh, kind of staff counselor strategy. You know, last week they cleaned up their dorm in 15 minutes. You guys think we can do it in 14 minutes? (laughs) It'll be a new camp record. Yeah. This is from Dave Evans. Not that deep. um, (laughs) Did a trust fall stage dive thing where everyone passed him overhead down the line of campers. Someone thought it would be funny to throw a bucket of water at him. Startled the campers, dropped the counselor, who was in a big neck brace for the next six months. No,
1: no. Oh, man. Yeah, that's rough. That's rough. Presumably they, like, threw the water, not the bucket, right? <laughs> like, they didn't throw a bucket of water. Throw a bucket of water. <laughs> I never... broke my neck because the bucket <laughs> was still full of water yes. and broke my neck. That's not what to do. <laughs> Oh, man. So,
0: yes, again, injuries in camp seem to go Hand in hand. Yes. We had this one strange kid at family camp. Just what? I, I, <laughs> family camp. I think you're getting more than one strange kid. <laughs> they ha- He had to be five to seven years old. I don't know why, but he seemed frustrated with me during free time. We were at the playground with a couple of the kids deciding which game to play. And I guess he didn't like my answer. So he walks right up to me and does this rather shoddy side spear kick, like a martial arts kick and then punches me in the leg. Just then, his wa- mom walks by and runs up to him in a stern voice and says, Not outside the dojo! 20 push-ups now! <laughs> and as the and I kid you not, the seven-year-old gingered mini-man drops and does 20 push-ups to the point of pain when his mom left the park after that. That's awesome.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. Not outside the dojo! <laughs> i think I, I gotta remember to use that this if i see guys roughhousing not, room, like, outside, not of the outside the dojo.
0: you to know when it's appropriate to share um crawl mcgrawl
1: crawl i think it's crav crav like k-r-a-v crave like the
0: cereal there's no e
1: at the crav we'll have to ask matt Mattia. yeah drop us a line
0: Uh, we also asked if there was any prank uh we asked for funny harmless pranks uh, because sometimes they aren't and some people sometimes they're not funny and they're not harmless (laughs) yes and we got some of those um a lot in the not funny but here we go funny prank last year at camp we put melatonin gummies in fruit (laughs) snack gummies
1: and gave it to our youth past
0: the next day he was telling us how he slept like a
1: rock that's pretty good Uh, that is harmless that is funny uh the, you gotta like sneak him to like the speaker though like yeah. at dinner and then he's then you get like a nice short message you get to your <laughs> night game because because the speakers feeling feeling
0: yeah what would be the best time and worst time to sneak melatonin gummy to a staff member?
1: uh worst time would be bef- like a few hours before the swim test and then like the lifeguard is like <laughs> drifting at the beach.
0: i was thinking the worst, worst time <laughs> would be at the end of camp especially if you're at a camp <laughs> when like they have to drive home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like if you came in a church van or a church bus, like you're exhausted from a week of camp.
1: and then Plus the you... you got the melatonin <laughs> <turning> gummies. gummies. <laughs> yeah, roaring through your system. I mean, best time, I think like at, maybe at like night, if you have like a night snack time or something like that, because then if I'm not, I'm not condoning this, but I'm just saying. If you want to sneak out, you can The,
0: the Gospel According to Podcast is not responsible for <laughs> anyone breaking camp. Yes. Camps, yes. Um, based on suggestions by Dave, <laughs> friend of the pod, John Falcone uh, decided with some people last day of camp to pull an all-nighter, mm. and then uh, exhaustion from camp, exhaustion from not sleeping, yes, uh, drove his car into a truck on the way home camp.
1: I do remember that. I remember that happening, yes. Uh, not advisable. Not advisable.
0: You're already going to be tired enough from camp. Yes. Uh,
1: you do not need to be pulling
0: all-nighters uh, at camp. Insults are sometimes a thing at camp. Uh, with, you know, younger younger kid, it's funnier uh, because they are usually less harmful or uh, cursing less. So here we here have Andrea at camp. My roommate and I didn't get along, so I told her, that her butt was bigger than Canada. It was the worst insult I could think of at eight years old. <laughs> and that girl um, whose butt was bigger than Canada grew up to a counselor, better known as Jehovah's, <laughs>
1: Jehovah's Thickness. <laughs> yes. Now now married to the Risley Bear.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was just the stars aligned and, you know, love was in the air, you know, working together on summer yes. staff. Uh, that they, they came together. Alexander says, hated camp. It was just too hot, and I always got picked last for sports, which was justifiably so. (laughs) So to get out of it, I drank a buttload of red high C and Mm. made myself vomit in the sandbox and convinced one of the camp counselors that it was blood. They sent me to the hospital.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's like the you kind of outsmart yourself like you fake a (laughs) you fake a fever you put on the light bulb and you have a fever of like 107 yeah and it's like oh we
0: gotta get this guy they call the ambulance uh, right (laughs) there so
1: but he went to the
0: hospital so he's holding fast story
1: yeah did he is that that's where the story ends Yeah. yeah
0: but he hated camp that much
1: i'm i'm curious to know how that played out like did he did he tell them on the way to the hospital, try to like play it out? Oh, everything seems fine. I don't know. I feel much better, actually. Just got that blood out of my system. That was that, maybe that's the frog sucker. It was just frog blood. Right? No, uh, so buttload of high C. How much <laughs> I see is in a fluid
0: ounces, Dave, is a buttload?
1: <laughs> well, to the average person, a buttload of red high C in fluid ounces, I'm going to say that's like, I mean, we got to be pushing uh, 76. Whoa. Well, I think like sixty-four ounces. Oh no, <laughs> sixty-four ounces. Okay. I'm gonna say two of these. Two of those, okay. Because like this, a like thirty-two ounces is a lot of hot red high C, but it's not a buttload. Well I, I, I think know. I I was initially thinking of what a buttload would be for a Jehovah's thickness.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I guess there are all different sizes. But I was thinking half a gallon, so uh, yeah. <laughs> depends on if your butt's the size of Canada or right, not. Right, right, um, right. This is Wes. It was church camp, and we were all in our bunks. Lights off, slowly winding down for the night. Suddenly, a voice announces over the loudspeaker throughout the entire camp that Holyfield beat Mike Tyson <laughs> because Tyson bit his ear. That's all they said.
1: It's <laughs> like one of those moments, you know? Everybody remembers where yeah, they where were. Where you were. <laughs> when, when JFK's assassination. Uh, moon landing. Moon landing. And Mike Tyson biting Evander Holyfield's yep. ear off. Have you ever received any... Um, big news at camp
0: yeah so usually we're kind of isolated we try and take cell phones from the kids at our camp here uh where we are this week we're in the middle kind of of nowhere in the woods the pine barrens in new mm. jersey
1: have you received um i i mean big in my life was the trade the phillies made for roy halliday okay and that happened while at camp mm. and i think visitors but we're kind of just like started spreading throughout camp the phillies got roy halliday okay so big big for you I remember when we were this was like
0: pre internet, that uh a camper's parents had their had their parents cut out the box scores from the newspaper and send it to him in the mail. <laughs> That's awesome. So that he could keep up with his yeah I guess yeah. baseball the summer baseball right. team. This is from Nancy L is not a bot. Okay. It's definitely not from a bot okay,
1: so chat J- chat GPT has submitted <laughs> A story.
0: We were headed to go swimming. Counselor stops us and starts lecturing about the buddy. Buddy! In the background, other counselor whacking pool with rake. So, heading to go swimming, counselor stops us lecturing about buddy. In the background, another counselor is whacking the pond (laughs) with a rake. They pull out a huge dead snake, then shows it to us like it's a nature show. And the cheery first counselor says, okay. Time to swim now. (laughs) Are you getting in that lake?
1: No, no. Uh, Not the same, but we did a polar plunge at Delanco one time. And uh, I partook and I came and I was with a friend. They saw the ambulance and were nervous. I came and someone was out in the water breaking the ice with a paddle. And I'm like, I don't want to get in the water. Like, you're breaking the ice so I can get in. But no, if I watch a snake be murdered in the water, I don't think I'm getting... Well, we have wampus here. We well, do have wampus. We have huge few- snapping turtles. Yes, my yeah. daughter
0: caught a fish the other day. And as they were pulling it out, a snapping turtle came and bit the fish in half.
1: And that's where we swim. That is where we swim. Not very far from where we swim <laughs> Not very at far all. from where we yeah. swim. All right. Well, we'll get some uh testimonials in here and then after that it will be time for the bible breakdown why don't you tell us who you are and how
2: long you've been involved at camp
0: destiny i've been going to delanco for six years
2: my name is jack Pittman, john allen Pittman, actually i have been coming to camp since i think 2013 or 14, so about 9, 10 years now. My name is John
3: uh, Brumel, I also go by uh, Jack or Big Jack, Tall Jack, Handsomer Jack. I've been connected to summer camp for nine years. What's up? I'm Jake Schoen. I've been involved with camp for only two years. I started summer camp when I was 39 years old.
1: My name is Samantha Moody, and I have gone to camp since 2004, so 19 years ago. I've been a camper. I've been a volunteer nanny. Uh, for the scampers and this is my first year on summer staff to where I am working the social media and communications What do you love about summer camp? I love Delanco camp because when I hear
0: the word holy ground that's what I think of and I like that we can come here and I can reconnect and I I met some of the coolest people in my life at Delanco and I'm just super excited that I get to come back every year and not only serve
2: as a camper but as a staff member and I just I love it here I thing I love about the summer camp experience, just the atmosphere here, you're surrounded by wilderness. It's, it's in my mind, growing up here, it's become like the the photo evidence of like what God's creation really is. You get to meet uh, people older than you, people than younger than you, like even
3: on our staff. I mean, we have college age kids all the way up to, you know, Papa Bear, like 102, uh, or whatever okay. it might be. But we get so many different people, and I think sometimes within our Christian faith and or even within our culture, we lose those intergenerational relationships in camp. I always love coming out here, meeting some of the kids,
2: uh, getting to know a lot of the staff. I'm back. What's I was listening to what Jack was saying, and um, I thought it was cool when he was talking about the generational like connections you make with the people here. The fact that I can like mentor the next generation and kind of guide them into the friendships that I now have at camp and the relationships that I have so that one day they can come to camp, be a counselor, have fun with me, their leader from years ago, while also mentoring the next generation and having this group of friends that is all connected through Christ and such a like holy, amazing place is just really cool. I love when you come to camp that
3: it feels like that, that unity, that you would like to see out in the broader Christian world. It's like you get a small snippet of that when you're at camp for a week.
1: The community, it's really fun just to come here for a summer if it's for the week or for the whole summer
2: and just be around people who like have the same beliefs as you and just feeling that community spirit. It's like a getaway for me, especially since like I do so much during the year, it's like I look forward to it months and months in advance and I think it's different because not only do we have great people here who love Jesus and love the the kids and the campers, it's just
0: that the connections I've made is something that I can't forget and I have Delanco to thank for um,
1: getting me through some really, really rough times. What is it about camp that makes it such a great place to connect with God? Less distractions. In the real world we have so many distractions. we have our jobs we have our families we have you know com- tvs computers cell phones out here you're able to disconnect and be able to talk to people you
3: just cut everything off uh like in your day-to-day life you are thinking about i have to do chores around the house or you know i have schoolwork for many of the kids or i have these sports i have a million different things that you can be involved in your life. But when you're at camp, it's pretty much all shut off. And it just gives us a chance to solely take this week to wake up and you start worshiping God and you end your night worshiping God. And that whole time in between can be focused on your faith. Whereas, you know, in your life, you just don't have that opportunity to wake up and go to sleep doing that throughout the entire day. I think that, you know, the the things that Christians do probably weekly get done daily. And I think that consistency really builds towards the end of the camp. And I think it gives you a lot of opportunity to show the kids that there is a a great life that can be lived as a Christian.
1: For the Bible breakdown, we are going to have the Summer Camp Counselor Draft that everyone's been waiting for, uh, where we will draft our – we are drafting those we would want to be our counselor. They must be biblical characters. Mm -hmm. uh, We'll flip a coin. Dan, you can go first. Okay. Who you got?
0: First off, I'm going – what I want as a camper out of my counselor – is a little unhinged i don't want the rule follower necessarily as a camper i want the one that's going to kind of buck the system the the program director the the head of the camp is going to say all right guys you have to go to sleep at 11 30 but then my counselor will be like yeah okay and we get back he's like all right guys you ready to stay up i got some you know monster energy drinks or something (laughs) so as a camper i want somebody that's you know has that um, both sides of them and so i i'm going with peter uh first so you know peter can be a little reckless he can be loud he's kind of that that camp counselor that's going to be in front he's going to be cheering he's going to be in full face paint full costume <laughs> for that might cut off somebody's ear you know in a in a in a rage rage uh for that but you know he also has the spiritual side uh to mm. him uh so kind of that balance of reckless fun energy um gonna be the first one to jump out of the boat try and walk on water uh and so he has that kind of go get them attitude that i want as a camper you know to kind of
1: bring the hype to camp yeah i like that Sim- similar line of thinking and we should say that uh we agreed off air that we can't draft us of course he's he's the program director yes, yeah. but he obviously that's who right want. right so uh, the next best thing, I'm gonna go with the guy who leads the way for Jesus, mm-hmm. and I think also has a bit of that wild card aspect to him, uh, and that's John the Baptist, who also the kids are gonna call Jay the B. So <laughs> he's got, he's, <laughs> got yeah, he's got a nickname. He's uh, got a nickname. So Jay the B is is my counselor, and he's like that counselor who you're not sure if like he's dressed up like you were saying Peter's got like the full face paint. Like Jay the Bee shows up and you're like, oh, like we must be playing some sort of game. But like, that's just what he's wearing for the day It's just some uh, some robe with camel hair that he made for himself. And you're like, oh, that that has nothing to do with what we're doing. And he's the staff
0: member that you think probably lives at camp all year round. And <laughs> right. he's just excited when people come and join him for those couple weeks. Yeah.
1: yeah. But he's you know, he's kind of got that buck against the the authority. uh in him as well, but also a deep spiritual side to him. But he's also resourceful, right? So when you're playing the night games and you're in the woods, he knows camp like the back of his hand. Uh, and and if something were to go wrong and you lose power or something, like he's going to be able to tell you which bugs you're allowed to eat and which <laughs> bugs you shouldn't eat, which berries are good and right. which are poisonous. Right, right. So uh, he'll be able to help navigate you that way.
0: Yeah, very resourceful uh, member of your staff. Uh, next, I'm going to go kind of on the other side of it, that every staff needs to have that kind of wild card, crazy person to bring the energy, but you don't want a whole staff of Peters. Right, right. That would be too much. If everybody is going 120% all the time, it would be hard to kind of wrangle in. So I I want Barnabas as Mm. a camp counselor, especially as if I'm leading the camp. The encourager doesn't need the limelight like a, a Peter... Uh, might, uh, but is going to come alongside the campers, is going to come alongside the kids, is going to encourage them, is going to help lead them, is fine being the behind the scenes kind of working things out, um, but you know, is caring for, is coming with you along the way. So give me Barnabas.
1: Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, I'm going to go with Mary Magdalene. Uh, you know, we all have those those camp counselors who clearly have a past and uh, but they've been changed by jesus and i think as a camper uh sometimes you can just think oh well like these counselors like they're just like the perfect christians and they have these perfect stories and i'll never be that at 13 i've already like sinned more on my way here than my counselors ever have in their lives but mary is someone who can you know appropriately share some of her story to let you know how God has redeemed her and changed her. Uh, so she's going to be able to connect with the kids yeah. that way. And, you know, because because she does have such a drastic story of uh, of redemption, um, she's sold out for Jesus, committed to him. And so that that's going to be infectious for the rest of as well. So I'm going with uh, Mary Magdalene as my second. And it's good to have some of those on your staff too, because
0: they know what the campers are going to try to pull. Right. Because That's they yes. did that when yes. they were younger. Yes. They're like, you yeah. know, I you know this isn't my first time here. If you get, right. you know, the the homeschoolers never experienced anything. They're like, what do you mean sneak out after lights <laughs> out? We right. can't, the lights are out. They closed <laughs> the door. How could we ever get out? Yes. Uh, so if you have some of those that have been around the block uh, before, maybe were campers that broke some of the rules right, or right. some of the rules were maybe created <laughs> because of them <laughs> because of them. <laughs> yes. No, no cutting hair, no piercing, <laughs> uh, no hair dye, no
1: vaping on the fire escape.
0: Right. Oh, that was one of the stories I didn't share is uh, um, one of the, things was a kid had asthma and they put dr pepper in his inhaler and so they they think they invented (laughs) vaping um,
1: yep that's when it started putting dr pepper
0: in (laughs) in somebody's inhaler
1: yes uh, tell me you've never vaped without telling me you've never vaped
0: (laughs) (laughs) right uh all right my last one uh pretty exciting that he fell uh all the way to uh fifth pick here uh, Mark fifteen forty three. I'm going to drop some uh, scripture. Right. It is the
1: Bible breakdown. So yeah.
0: Joseph perfect. of Arimathea, comma an honorable counselor, okay, All comma right. who also himself was waiting for the reign of God, came boldly entered into Pilate and asked the body of him. So give me Joseph of Arimathea. We know that he donated tomb for Jesus. Uh-huh. You know, anointed him with spices. We know he was so he
1: knows like the best nap spots around right. camp. Yes. Yeah. <laughs>
0: so he knows the spot. yeah He's got a spot, you know, a cave uh in the side of camp that you can go get a nap. But also, we know he was wealthy. Mm-hmm. He could afford the uh embalming spices and stuff for Jesus. And so it's always good to have a counselor that has a little bit of money, right? Hit him up for the chip witch. Yeah, you're yep. sure going to the snack shop, he'll be the guy. You know what? I got you. He already brought some snacks. For team time or or games, he's bought, you know, bandanas and shirts and mm-hmm. things for your whole group because money's not really an option. So he's prepared uh, to be able to clothe your body in, um, you know, the neon orange uh, shirt for the orange team for team time.
1: Yeah, I like it. Uh, for my last one, I'm going with Moses. A lot of, lot of experience in the wilderness, yeah. as we know. Uh, and... Uh, also resourceful, can make water come from a rock. You know, thirsty during team time, don't want to walk all the way to the nearest water fountain or cooler or whatever. That's fine. There's a rock. Boom, boom. There's some Done. water. Uh, and uh, certainly, I I would imagine at this point in Moses's life, he he can probably like might have a shorter fuse than he had early on, but. Uh, you need someone who's going to be the disciplinarian. A shorter fuse than killing a guy uh, because <laughs> he was picking on Yeah, That's true. All right. All right. So he's never had a long <laughs> fuse, but you need someone who's going to, who's who's a little bit over it okay. and who's going to be like, guys, it's time for bed. I told you it's time for bed. Lay down. Uh, and so you need someone who's going to lay down the law a little bit. And so I think between... Uh, well, we have a bunch of male counselors here. So between J the B, Peter, Barnabas, and Joseph, I think they'll help balance out the gruffness of Moses. But you need Moses's gruffness to make sure everybody's in.
0: And he's experienced dealing with a bunch of people playing.
1: Yes. Which yeah. can
0: definitely happen while you're at
1: camp. Yes. It Whether it true. be
0: we don't want to eat this, we don't want to play this. It's too hot. It's too cold. Yeah. Uh, this or that. Yep. And that snake that was in the swimming area. He could have just now was
1: walking stick He
0: could've just grabbed and now it's a out.
1: Yep. Uh, Did you have anybody on your do not draft list? Uh the the, the Risley Bear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> who's
0: that? Samson? I don't know. Who's a, who's, a, who's a Yes. Who's a who's a Risley bear? Uh Solomon.
1: Solomon. Yeah. <laughs> Samson. Yeah. Can't uh, have that. <laughs> How about you? Uh Elijah. Can't have Elijah. Yeah. Can't, you got to have a thick skin as a counselor. Can have kids, or Elisha. Elisha? Yeah, with the bear. Yes. Uh, Can have kids making fun of you, and then you're just yeah. calling bears out of the woods to maul the kids.
0: That's part of it, okay. you know. So one kid says that your butt's the size of Canada. And <laughs> Next thing you know. it's <laughs> calling bears out
1: of the woods. Um, <laughs> Next thing you know, the grizzly bear is ripping their face yeah. off.
0: Thank you for listening to the Gospel According to Podcast, uh, for joining us, uh, for following us accordingly. Like Dave said, if you have your phones at summer camp or grab, you know, ask your counselor to use their phone uh, to call your parents, say you're homesick, but then really go and subscribe to the (laughs) Gospel According to Podcast. Make sure you're following us on all social media platforms that exist or have ever existed Facebook, Twitter, threads. Bandcamp, um, SoundCloud, YouTube, Uh, if they still give out little, uh, they used to give out phone numbers at the end of camp, Mm, like a list of phone numbers so you could keep in touch or addresses you can keep in touch. Uh, We're on that list.
1: We're in the T's, alphabetically. (laughs) Just one name, (laughs) (laughs) T-G-A-T-P-O-D.
0: So uh, uh, thank you uh, for sharing that uh, with your family, with your friends, with your counselor, uh, with your roommate. Uh, who, you know, you get a little agitated at, mm-hmm. uh, but... yeah.
1: You can also send us mailbag question on social media or by sending it to Delanco yeah. Camp, 191 Powell Place Road, Tabernacle, New Jersey. 08088. There, there it is. Care of. Dave Howlham. <laughs> you just put it, care of the Gospel According to yeah, podcast. They'll know. They'll know. They'll get to us. Uh, you can also... If you forget that address, you can email us at tgatpod at gmail.com, and we'll we'll send you the address, (laughs) and then you can submit your question. And Uh, we'll get it next year. (laughs) We'll get it next year, and we will read it on the Summer Camp Part 3, I promise. Make sure that you do your part in obeying the Great Commission by helping us spread the gospel, according to podcasts. One great, easy, free way—I mean, if it takes you five minutes— you spent too much time doing it. So it doesn't even take a lot of time. Leave us a five-star rating and review wherever it is that you listen to podcasts. The hitting the stars, we love that. But if you could write a review, that would be wonderful as well. And uh, just put greatest podcast ever. Your rewards will be great in heaven. Mm -hmm. So thank you for doing that. Uh, this has been the gospel according to
2: Summer Summer Camp
0: again.
1: Part two. Electric Boogaloo.
2: Woo-woo!
0: Not outside the dojo. Fun challenge was that I had to lick 20 other campers' elbows.
1: The mythical double crown of biggest splash, smallest splash. I, I hope there's a plaque.
0: The Gospel According to Podcast is not responsible for (laughs) anyone breaking camp
1: rules. Tell me you've never vaped without telling me you've never (laughs) vaped. (laughs)